Welcome, everybody. This is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. And you are listening to Zen Parenting Radio, brought to you by Poofin and Avid Company. Um, we are going to be talking about carrying negative emotions. And how to release negative emotions. Oh, I thought it was just hanging on to it. Yeah, that's just more fun. Let's hang on to it and then like tell everyone how bad we feel. And letting it eat us from the inside out. Yeah, that sounds fun. But before we get into that, um, I'm going to go on a little tangent here. Um, a few weeks ago, there was something in the headlines uh, regarding Congress had an ability to vote for something that would have made the school food, the food in our kids' lunches in public schools a little bit healthier. And the headlines were something like, pizza is a vegetable or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I remember. That. Now, it's a little convoluted. I've actually done a little bit of research on it, and I don't think it warrants getting into the specific details of it. But the bottom line is our lawmakers had an ability to maybe make uh, the possibility of getting the lunches healthier, healthier, and they chose not to do that. Right. They chose to stay status quo. Right. Or they had a chance to block something that would have improved it, and they didn't, or whatever. The bottom line is they had a chance. And why do you think that they didn't do that? Are you asking me? Yes. Money. Money. It and always lobbyists, comes out right? to money and lobbyists yeah. and everything else. So this is not Are there a, pizza lobbyists? There is <laughs> lobbyists for everything, especially pizza. Um, so this is not a Democratic or Republican or an independent issue. This, this is, is a Congress issue. This is um, something that actually is, I'm really not politically motivated, but this is something that has really struck me. And there is a website out there called Get the Money Out. And it's, um, I don't know, I think a Dylan Radigan is a guy on one of the news channels that kind of helps start it, but it's, this is what it says on the website. It's time to get things done and finally get the money out of politics. Um, Washington insider Jimmy Williams is now preparing a constitutional amendment to get big money from special interests out of our political system. So the website is called getmoneyout.com. Um, they have a couple hundred thousand signatures. They're trying to put through an amendment to basically remove special special interests and money and and doesn't that completely make sense i don't understand why and again i do understand why this is difficult because it's a political issue and some people benefit mm -hmm. like the lobbyists from doing it mm -hmm. and so obviously that's the way they get their votes so of course they're going to fight against it but how much does it make sense to have people voting re are they really voting from their heart of no, course not they're they voting to get reelected exactly and how do you get reelected by getting money to put commercials on TV. Right. If they vote against a pizza lobbyist, right. then they're not going to get any money from those pizza lobbyists. Right. And then they're not going to get reelected, which makes their job... Then they don't have a job. Then they don't have and a job. And so where do people govern from? They govern from a place of fear, A, and they govern from the future, B. Right. So they're not focused on... And you know, when I say the future, I don't mean that in a positive way. Right. I mean, they're more worried about will they get reelected in, in six months Instead than they are best. with what's best right now. And so we have to assist lawmakers in making their job not focused around their their campaign contributions. Right. I really think of it instead of fighting against them and rallying against them, let's help them right. by getting that out of the Changing system. Changing the system yeah. to make it, um, I don't know, more... A balanced playing field. Well, and what we want. I mean, they represent us, yet they're doing things to get reelected. And if we can, can somehow remove that as a possibility to it then they'll maybe start making different choices and then where do the choices come from then instead of them coming from lobbyists who are telling them what to do based on the funding they're going to get the, the people that what they'll be motivated by is votes right so it'll be the people's voice right and what we really want because i can't remember a time that where i've been like wow the people were really heard on that one and this is an opportunity get money out.com 
I don't want you to sign just just for yeah, the sake just of check music. It out. Just check it out, and if it's something that resonates with you, do it. I'm actually going to put on our Facebook page the clip that kind of got me uh, following this Dylan Radigan guy because he kind of goes on a spontaneous a rant, rant yeah. but he's speaking from his heart. Yeah, he gets a little choked up. He gets choked up because he loves his country, and um, he it's just, I don't know, it's just a really cool two minutes of, of TV, so I'll put it on the Facebook. Good, good. So well, I'm glad you brought that up because this really is about our kids. I mean, when you think to yourself, <clears throat> you know, why are Kevin and Todd talking about something that has to do with Congress or mm-hmm. government? It's all about the future of our country and it's about our children and what, and I really don't, like I said, I don't like to focus on we're going to fight and we're going to win. It's not that. It's the let's influence. Right. Let's make a shift. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to our soul. Let's, let's get back. Let's collaborate. Let's collaborate. Instead of win, instead of winners and losers, right. let's figure out a way to make this happen. Let's get back to, because I know the people who run for office really want to make a change. It's just like, you know, any, they, you know, anybody who goes into any kind of job, a teacher, a social worker, a congressman, whatever, you always want to make a change. That's right. why you're in that field. And then when you get into it and you realize that you're stuck right. um, by bureaucracy and, 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 and the system, and the system, it's so frustrating. Right. So let's support them. Um, Chicago Parent Blog. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, like you said, I was talking this week. I was talking about um, carrying negative emotion, but mm-hmm. I actually called it carrying negative emotion. Be a duck and let it go. Quack quack, <laughs> and let it go and shake it off. Shake it off. Yeah, and because I told I told a story, um, actually two stories, but I'll share the first part of the blog was about how I was driving. Um, the girls and a truck and I were both, you know, at the intersection and I really did believe it was my turn to go. I was completely conscious of what was going on. It wasn't those like when I got a ticket a few weeks ago and I wasn't fully conscious. I remember. Um, This time I really was and I thought it was my turn. Well, the truck guy thought it was his turn. So we both kind of both pulled in and it was funny because the, um, the woman who's the crossing guard, she mm-hmm. covered her head. Oh, boy. I know. She was like, oh, there's an accident coming. And we both stopped very abruptly. And I looked at him. He looked at me. And of course, well, I shouldn't say of course. Not everybody does this. But he flipped me off. He was swearing at me, pounding his steering wheel. He was really pissed. He gave you the one finger salute? <laughs> he did. He was mad. So I kind of did my wave and drove away. But I was mad, too. Mm-hmm. And I was scared. Because I had the girls in the car, and you know, it's one of those things where you go, oh my gosh, can you believe he did that? I had children in the car. How dare he? I just went, in my mind, went off, you know, okay. like I was so angry. Right. And then I was driving, and I was I was at St. Charles, doesn't matter, but I'd gotten about five blocks, and I realized that I didn't want to be angry anymore because That's it was nice. already over. Right. Like I was building up these stories in my head, but they weren't true. Right. Because I didn't get into an accident. Right. So my choices are I can go home and start moaning and groaning to you how some guy almost hit me and can you believe what a jerk he was when in his mind he thought I was the jerk, right? Right. Yeah. Um, And moaning and groaning and talk about, oh my gosh, what could have happened and then decide that cars are unsafe and that my kids need different safety belts and coming up with all of these scenarios Scenarios, when really it didn't happen. Right. It's over. It's over. So in the car, I just did kind of, when I got to that, uh, to the, you know, five blocks later, I really started saying to myself... Shake it off, shake it off, and I literally started shaking, mm-hmm. like literally. So when you say shake it off, what is the what is nature's way of shaking it off? What well, is the duck story? Do you want to you tell the duck story because it's one of our favorite stories? Because um, I learned this from a duck, by the way. Um, this is a little story from a book called A New Earth, and Eckhart Tolle, the author, was writing his book, and then he went to the park and sat on a bench, and he saw two ducks in a pond kind of getting into a fight. They were getting into it and they're squawking at each other and they're chasing after each other. And, you know, it was obvious these two ducks were not happy with one another. And then after a while, 
they parted ways and started swimming off uh, their own separate ways. And a few seconds after they started sw- swimming off, they did this big shimmy and shake. And flapped their wings. their wings really hard. And he had a realization. This was their way of getting rid of the the negative energy that was just created. So, like, the negative energy that you experience with the guy almost cutting you off or whatever, they had the same thing. And what he realized was they flapped their wings, they got it off their chest. They, they released let, it. They released it. They let it flow off their back, whatever. They just got rid of it. They worked it through, and then they calmly continued to swim. So and it, they were done with it. It was as if it had never happened. Exactly. Because it really was just a moment in time. That moment is over. Right. It was a moment in time. It was scary. And the ducks did argue. And it was a moment, you know, it was big. But then it was done. Well, and the example that he said in the book is like you don't see the, the, the ducks each going to their separate families and to their duck friends. Going to all their duck friends, talking in their duck language, saying, This duck really upset me and because he did this and this and they start telling that duck a jerk. Yeah. And start calling the other duck a you know, it's done. They they probably don't even you know, they probably saw each other the next day and everything was fine. Probably didn't even remember it was that duck. So look to nature and then you can kind of figure it out. Well, and that's the thing is what, you know, think about it this way, you guys. We've talked on the show a lot about how emotions are energy. That's where the word comes from, emotions, energy and motion. So when you have an, an emotion, when it comes up, it's real and you feel it and you're like, wow, you know, and you, to what I do, I don't know if everybody does this, but I tend to kind of label it like, wow, I'm really scared or I'm really sad or I'm, that really frustrates me and, you know, kind of become conscious of what I'm feeling and you feel it and whatever happens. But then at some point you make a decision to disperse it Mm -hmm. because if you don't, that is the energy you're carrying in your body. And then remember how last week we talked about how take responsibility for the energy that you carry? Then you carry that energy to everybody else. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, you guys can probably see this experience. You know, I almost have this, this accident. And then I go to the, um, you know, go back to school to pick up my daughters and a bunch of my friends are standing out in front of the school and I'll be like, can you believe what happened to me today? Mm-hmm. And this happened and this happened and I'm giving them all that negative energy and then they come up with all these stories about how they were almost hit and then we decide that truck drivers don't know what they're doing and that, that you know, we, do you right. see how it perpetuates? Yeah, it spirals out of control <laughs> and it keeps on perpetuating one another. It's like a domino thing. And that's what we're putting into the world then Mm -hmm. is that negative energy versus gratitude. Last week we talked about gratitude for the fact that both he and I stopped. Yes, he was having feelings and so was I. Believe me, I wasn't that calm Mm -hmm. (laughs) when it occurred. I drove away pretty angry. Um, But we both had the feeling. We drove away and I didn't feel like feeling it anymore. Right. I didn't even tell you about it. Right. No, this is the first I heard when you told me that you were writing about it. Yeah. I came home and because it was, it was a couple weeks ago and I came home and I didn't even feel the need to tell you about it because as I was shaking it off and when I made a decision to let it go, I literally, I don't know if you guys experience this, but when I let something go, I, my, my head tingles. Does that yeah. ever happen to you? No, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. You're built a little bit differently than I am. Well, I get a tingly sensation. I think about it as a spirit thing or a soul thing and, and I realize that it's released. Well, and I'll say is if that happened to me and I was not in a conscious place, then I would have um, suppressed it. And then I would be shocked if I didn't have a headache later that day. Yes. Perfect example. I remember I was in the car. I used to listen to Howard Stern all the time. And then I stopped. And then I was in a rental car that had whatever the satellite radio. And I listened to him for the first time in like two years. And I listened to him for like 10 or 15 minutes. And when I woke up, I was feeling fine. And I was listening to him and... About 15 minutes into it, I realized I had like the worst stomach ache. Wow. And I would have 
before I had any type of clarity, I'd be like, oh, wow, I must have eaten something bad right. last night. Right, you would have blamed it on the physical. But then um, because I was in a, in a clear place, I knew that this was a direct result of me listening to whatever negative things were going on on that radio show right. that day. And I had that. So I turned it off, and then I started feeling better. But it's crazy because the way I used to be where I didn't believe in this invisible energy and how how can a radio show possibly make you have a stomach ache? I never would have believed that before. And now I absolutely believe that 100%. So um, it's the awareness. First, you got to realize that um, you need to be aware of something like that is possible. At least it is for me. I can't speak for anybody else. And then to connect the dots. Well, and the thing is, is for people who need research and who are very focused on the physical plane right. and have a hard time going into the emotional, the spiritual plane, understand that research has been done now, you guys. I mean, the mind-body connection, we all know that if we feel stress, it can cause illness in right. our body. We all know that our thoughts can make us heal. Right. We all know these things now. So when we question the other, when we say, oh, it wasn't the radio show that made you sick, it doesn't add up, right. just like you said. So these are not things that are no longer questioned. Like I remember um, way, way back when, when I started reading self-help books, Louise Hay was one of the first people who started writing um, about positive affirmations and positive thinking. And I remember reading them and loving some of the quotes. Um, and I remember reading her foreword, I think, in You Can Heal Your Life. And she really didn't have research to support what she believed. She just knew it to be true in her gut because of the way that it would shift her feeling. Right. You know, she trusted the feeling over the thinking. Mm -hmm. And she knew that positive affirmations, you know, loving yourself, saying kind things to yourself, um, being thoughtful of your thoughts actually made her feel better. So she knew that it worked, but right. she didn't have the research. And now we do. Mm -hmm. Now we know, you know. Now what you're saying is there's scientists there's out scientific, there. There's scientific, you know, evidence to support that mind and body are completely connected. Right. No, I, um, and that's something that uh, took me a while to get. But now, <clears throat> regardless of the scientific, you know, evidence, uh, I don't need that. Right. Now you know. Now I just right. kind of have an intuition and I believe well, it. Well, and once you go to that place, you see how it connects to everything. Mm -hmm. It's not just a, ooh, that's a one-time situation. Every day you see that occurring, the energy you bring in, the energies. Like, you know, I always say to the students in my, my class, have you ever walked into a room and something just doesn't feel right or you're talking with someone and something doesn't feel right? You can feel the energy. And a lot of times the energy of the room is just an accumulation of a lot of people's negative energy. Right. Sometimes when you're with one person, you can feel their energy, which you know I definitely have that experience right. most of the time. You know, I actually was in a yoga class one time where I was sitting down and a woman came in and sat next to me and I started to feel physically ill. Mm -hmm. And I knew... Did she stink really bad? No, that's the thing. Is I've told this story before and people are like, oh, what was what was going on? I, there was nothing on the surface, physical mm -hmm. level. I just could feel there was something going on. And then um, the yoga class started. I was doing my best. And at some point she got up and went to the bathroom and then took her mat and left. And I, it was like, oh, mm -hmm. there was like a clearing. And so she was probably sick. Like, it's not about she's a bad woman. Right. I could just kind of feel whatever was going on inside right. of her. And and this, I know that sounds kind of weird to a lot of people, but I think you've all probably had that experience before, but mm -hmm. you haven't believed it. Mm -hmm. Or you've thought, no, I must be wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing about understanding energy and emotions is that you, we've been taught to tell ourselves that we're wrong, to live more on the physical plane, but... You've got to trust your feelings. Well, and I don't know if this will make sense, but I remember in college, there's certain friends uh, from college that I really hit it off with right away. And then there's other friends who I spent a lot of time with, yet I didn't feel connected to them. Yeah. 
And I, I wondered about that because not one person was no better than the other person, no. yet like there was this connection, this invisible energy that just allowed um, you know, me and friend A to get along so well and me and friend B just not being able to have any type of good authentic conversations well and i think about that i don't know what you your conclusion was but that to me would be law of attraction Mm -hmm. is that like attracts like right and it doesn't mean because you both like sports or you both like whatever it's the energy that you carry you tend to attract similar people and so sometimes you'll be talking to someone and you'll realize sometimes it's the words but the feeling that you get from this person like you and i the language we often use is wow that that person felt really good Mm -hmm. like it felt good to be around them right yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so, yeah. Anyways, that was my little example. Yeah, that's interesting. So why this is important for Zen Parenting Radio is because this is something that we can help our kids understand. And this the second half of my blog... Oh, before you get in that second half... Oh. Um, poofin' time. Poofin'. Avid time. Uh, we have two partners. Avid Company. Uh, they do painting, remodeling, uh, decorating all over the Chicagoland area. And additions. And additions. So please, if you have anything coming up, if you're painting your living room or your basement, uh, give them a call. Help um, help our sponsors out because it's them who helps us make this podcast possible. And they're very honest and they're people that you can trust in your home. And, you know, we're telling you, we've had them in our home a long time and they've done a fantastic job. 630-956-1800 or Avid co.net avidco.net and poofin is our other sponsor they sell this soft star-shaped pillow that goes on your kid's bed and uh, the idea is it has a zipper in the back and a little hole in the front and you stuff this pillow with smaller pillows called charms and these charms have pictures uh, of really anything they have over 100 different charms on their website and it celebrates each child's individuality and the idea is not for you to kind of decide who your kid is. You let your kid get on the website and see if he likes basketball or football or ice skating or ballet or fishing or whatever. It's kind of a scrapbook for your kid. Uh, it's an awesome Christmas present. Um, there, we actually have a really good coupon code to make it even more economical in these trying economic times. Um, happy holidays. If you put in happy holidays into your uh, coupon code, you'll get 20% off and a free charm. And if these charms, you can actually upload pictures to put on the charms. And so if you want to like upload a picture of them with their brothers and sisters or their friends or you as a family, um, you can upload a picture and that becomes a charm and then that gets shipped to you. So like Todd said, happy holidays is the coupon code, 20% off the entire order. That's pretty big. And, and a, a free a free charm. Free charm. And it comes gift wrapped uh, too if you order a gift if set. You order so a gift set. Um, what we do, I've said in the past, we have so many birthday parties that we go to. I order four or five gift sets at a time, and on my way out the door, I pick one up, and I'm done, and I don't have to worry about shopping. So Elmhurst is going to be filled with poofins. A lot of poofins. <laughs> a lot of poofins. So um, that's the deal. Great. Poofin.com is their website. Check them out. Uh, yeah. What was your other... The so sec- the second half of my blog about being a duck um, is that... So I had that experience with the truck, right? So that was over. And then, the, and, you know, I thought that was interesting. I was able to feel better. Well, the next day, of course, because life is the way it is, I had another experience that my energy got high. Um, so we're running out the door. And we live across town now from our school because we're in this rental house. We're going to be in our house soon. And we had to drive all the way across town to get to school. And so it's quite a drive in the morning. We have to leave about 10 minutes earlier than we usually do. And so anyway... 
I get there and JC gets out of the car and Cameron gets out of the car and she realizes she doesn't have her backpack. And there's so many pieces to that because the girls are responsible for their backpack in the morning. Or so we thought. Or so we thought. You know, we have this thing, this routine that is not supposed to be broken. You know, we have these rules that we just kind of feel like the girls are following. But, you know, she didn't have her backpack. So... Not only that, but she refused to go into school because she didn't have her backpack. She's, I think I would have struggled with that. Well, and I did at first because, she, but she's in first grade, and this daughter of all of our daughters, she—they all like to please. But I could envision her. She said, "I can't go into my class without my folder," and her folder is in her backpack. And I just envisioned her feeling uncomfortable, and she was upset, and she was crying, and I was not going to shove her into the school. What if she was a third grader? Well, it's not really so much about age. What if she's an eighth grader? Well, uh, I don't know. I don't I, know because I don't know which child and what the circumstance is. I think I, I would have shoved her in. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, when that time comes, it's all relative, meaning that, you you know, I don't believe in here's the bottom line for every situation with, with every age. You're not into definites, are you? I'm not because that doesn't or make any absolutes. sense. It doesn't make any sense because life is an absolute. Every, everything's moment by moment. But with in this moment... I felt like the best thing to do was to, JC went in and Cameron and I got back in the car and I drove back to get her backpack. You came in the door and you were P.O. I was so annoyed because I'm just not a big fan of backtracking. Like remember when we left Galena and we forgot Maddie's piano, piano and we had to go back and yeah. I, we had to drive like 30 minutes back. Yeah, that sucks. And it just, it's so hard for me because it's just hard. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't have a because. Okay. So backtracking to get her backpack, to go back to school. And I knew she was going to be late, obviously, blah, blah, blah. So I was frustrated. So I said to Cameron when we were driving home, I said, do you know that the backpack is your responsibility? She said, I know. So I didn't want to, you know, as we've said on other shows, the guilt tripping wasn't necessary. Right. I was just mad. So we were pretty quiet. And then we got, like you said, I walked in the door. I got the backpack. I was annoyed. Got back in. We drove to the school and she was really quiet mm -hmm. and I could tell that she was sad. So I said, we need to shake this off. So we got out of the car. I pulled up to the... um to the school and by then school had started and we got out of the minivan and we just started jumping around like crazy people like crazy people and it kind of made me laugh because i was just wondering if anyone in the school could see us and they were probably like what are they doing but i was like shake it off shake it off i kept saying that to her and so we were doing yoga moves and dance moves and i was like just get it out of our system because she was upset she probably felt bad i felt mad mm -hmm. um you know we we may have had different emotional experiences but we both were carrying a heavy energy right so we just kind of flapped our wings you right. know and then the beautiful part was we did that and then we held hands and i walked her up to the door and i actually had to sign her in but then i gave her a kiss and she smiled at me and i said i'll see you at three and she gave me a hug and i said i love you bye and it was gone yeah you let it go I let it go and she let it go. Right. Even so, more important. Exactly. So, you know, the, the gist of the story is can we teach our children how to let go of, you know, negative feelings too, that they can, the feeling was real, but I think a lot of parents don't want to do this, Todd, because then they think their kids won't learn. Right. Do you think that's you, true? You must learn. Um, or how do you feel about that situation? Well, and last week we talked a little bit about consequences and I don't know what I would have done in that moment. But, you know, there's been times where somebody forgot their lunch and it's their responsibility. And you've said, you think we should go drop it off? And I said, no, let them be hungry. Right. Or let them figure out how to share with somebody. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> let them be hungry. Yeah. Well, but like, you're right. Are they going to starve to death? And that's it. Like when my dad was teaching me to drive, I was 15 and a half years old. And I was on Peterson Avenue and I was turning left onto Forest Glen. And it was a no left hand turn, but I wasn't reading the sign. So I was, I was waiting to turn left. 
and all these cars were honking at me. Oh, and I uncomfortable. Said, I said, Dad, why are these cars all honking at me? And he said, because you see that sign there? I said, oh, I see it now. And he's like, well, that's why they're honking. And I said, well, why didn't you tell me? And he said, well, you probably wouldn't have learned anything if right. I would have told you. Right. So I think about a story like that. You, sometimes you need to let them fail. Now, I don't think it's worth a meltdown from Cameron in first grade and shove her fanny into, into school. Um, I think you handled it well. But there are times when you just kind of let them fail. Well, and I think those are two different situations. Right. Because I feel the same way. You know, the girls have left their folder, their backpack. And even though, you know, going to my mom instinct, the first thing I want to do is be like, oh, I don't want them to not have their folder. But we've never gone there and returned mm -hmm. it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? We, you know, I've, we've stayed and not not uh, rescued them right. is the word I'm looking for. So that is one thing. But There are times for rescue and there are times for lessons. Right. And that was, and it's not even like we're trying to teach them a lesson. It's an, a natural consequence organic, lesson. Yeah. There's, they left their folder. Okay. They're going to have to experience that and then they won't leave it again. But I think the thing with this experience is a lot of parents will say, well, if you don't make your kids feel like crap, how are they ever going to learn? And that's not how we choose to educate them or, or help them figure out what they're doing. Right. And I think that guilt even though a lot of people think that's the way that children learn, mm. I just think that gives them a heavy energy to carry all the time. Right. That makes them think that they're not good enough. That makes them think that you're constantly, or not constantly, but that you're angry with them or that they, that they have a reason to feel bad all the time. And I don't think that is inherently teaching anything. Right. I think you're actually kind of damaging their psyche a little bit. You know, there's a, um, I don't think guilt is effective in the long run guilt shame or fear guilt shame and fear i just don't think so and so you know the next day when we were getting ready to go to school um cameron where's your backpack it's right here mm -hmm. i got it right. like she i'm not saying she won't forget it again we're human but right. she the lesson was taken mm -hmm. from the experience mm -hmm. and not because i shamed her right but because she was late and, you know, she, she had her own experience with it. Well, let me challenge you because last okay. week we talked about fear and anger and how anger is a secondary emotion. Yes, yes. So you're angry um, at this truck driver. Right. Well, if that was a secondary emotion, what was your oh, it primary? Was, it was, the primary emotion was fear of being harmed Okay, so or that my children would be harmed. So let's go to this Cameron thing. Yeah. What was your primary emotion with that? I just thought Not being heard. You're not listening to me. You're not doing uh, what I say. Like you are not validating me as a parent. You know you're in That's why. So what was the first words out of my mouth? I don't know. You know that the backpack is your responsibility, right? Right. Because all I want to say is, I told you so. You know? You're better at this than I am because I think there's sometimes there's just times you're angry and there is no primary source, but you think every single time there's a primary source of of course because where does the anger come out of that's like saying there's a flower floating in the air it has to come from some soil <laughs> i know but sometimes i just feel like people make me angry and i'm not afraid of anything well they do make you angry but and that's okay like anger is a feeling it's not about people don't feel anger it's normal but then what happens with the anger is look at it what did they trigger in you to cause that anger did they somehow not validate you mm -hmm. did they somehow not see you mm -hmm. did they somehow um t take love mm -hmm. or somehow say you weren't worthy of love right did they somehow you know those are the things you really got to go to right. and if you can see that the anger dissipates because then you go to the feeling we mm -hmm. talked about last week about going to the hurt go mm -hmm. to the feeling and if you can see that then you anger like we said before anger's easy mm -hmm. yeah. it's so easy to be pissed at people right 
going to your feeling. Vulnerability. Vulnerability, because your ego doesn't like to be vulnerable. Right. So going to your vulnerability, that's some serious, that's some strength. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, holiday gift set, self-aware parent. Yes. Okay. So my books are in this awesome gift set that Todd and I put together. We did this, we did this ourselves and it Actually, looks awesome. Actually, I didn't do any of it. <laughs> okay. Then ahead. I did. <laughs> so it's both of my books. I signed both of them. A blank white journal. And I did that on purpose so everyone could just do whatever they wanted with the journal. Draw pictures, write notes to themselves, messages, quotes, whatever. And then a really beautiful angel ornament that I really like. All of this together in a gift package and I wrap it. And it's only $25. So it's a really awesome savings. And your gift is already ready to go. It's great for new parents. It's great for experienced parents. It doesn't matter if it's young parents, parents with teens. It doesn't matter. And it's great for grandparents. So if you are a conscious parent and you feel like your parents don't get it, give them these books. It's a great stocking stuffer. It is. And it's even a gift. I mean, it's a stocking stuffer. You can get the individual books as stocking stuffers, but this is already wrapped. Right. I mean, this is like a nice gift. So forget that. It's not a stocking <laughs> stuffer. Go buy the individual books on my website. Right. And that's a great stocking stuffer. So yes, go ahead so and Kathy buy that. So kathycadams.com. All right. And then here's my movie line. Oh. 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 Why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Those aren't pillows. This is Todd Adams saying farewell. And this is Kathy Adams. Have a good week.